Well, good morning, church. How's everybody doing this morning? So good to see you guys. I am pumped, actually, about next week because we're starting a brand new series called Love Handles. We all have them, right? (laughs) This is, if you haven't been around Coastal during a relationship series, this is something that we love to do, that we get really excited about. Pastor TJ, it's one of his favorite series to preach because he loves to talk about relationships. But I will tell you, it will be PG-13, so they're not lying when when they say you want to put your kids in kids' ministry because you never know what's going to come out of that man's mouth. Like, you just never know, and you don't want to have to explain that to your children. So... Make sure you put your kids in kids' ministry. But So something really, really awesome is coming up on September 17th and 18th. It's actually Coastal's 13-year anniversary. 13 years. And it's so cool. We love to celebrate our anniversary. But on our anniversary, we actually give you guys a gift. Every anniversary, it's our free t-shirt weekend where we give out our I Love My Church shirt. So if you guys are going, how do I get one of those? You show up on that weekend because that's the only time you can get them. So make sure you're here. And here's what I've realized. Church will be packed that weekend because people will do anything for a free t-shirt. Like, I, I don't even get it. It's like, I, I, I went to that church, you know, a year ago, but it's free t-shirt weekend, so I, I'm showing up. But anyways, come out, bring a friend. We got shirts for the kids. We got shirts for, for everybody. Also, don't forget to sign up for groups. We have groups that you can sign up here in the lobby. You can go on our, our website to the groups tab and sign up for connect groups because we really believe that true life change does happen in the context of relationship. Well, I'm excited to get to close out this series this weekend. For those of you guys that don't know me, my name is Shayla. I am actually Pastor TJ's wife. Pastor TJ actually was at the Notre Dame-Ohio State game last night in Ohio. He's crying a little bit of a river this morning because he's a a Notre Dame fan. But he he was like, Shayla, I got to go to Ohio because I'm going to a pastor's round table. (laughs) Code word, football game. I was like, all right, yeah, take one for the team, whatever. Anyways, if you guys um, haven't, if you've missed part of this series, I want to encourage you to go back and listen. Because there's been some really incredibly powerful messages about mental health and how we can kind of get out of these things that overwhelm us or that burden us in life. And this week, I want to talk to you guys about the subject of worry and anxiety, And honestly, this is something that has plagued my life for a long time. It's something that I've dealt with in my own life. It's something that I've had to work through. And this message is is actually something that has kind of been marinating for about a month. I felt like God gave me like this scripture and how to walk through all of these things. And so I've been processing through it. But here's, here's what I know. I thought that I was on the other side of this worry, anxiety kind of thing. I thought I had overcome it. I thought I had come out of it. But as soon as I made the decision to talk about it, wouldn't you know that those things just came flooding into my life? The things that I thought I had victory over, the things that I thought I had overcome were like hitting me right in the face as I was preparing for this message. And I felt like there was so much spiritual attack and heaviness that came. So I know that God has something amazing for every single one of you today. Because I've been under attack and I can't imagine what you guys are walking through as well. You know, it's been something that has, like I said, has plagued my life. And a couple years ago, 
I was actually in this season of just stress and worry and just felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders and I was carrying all of these things and I was just in so much turmoil and unrest inside of me. And, and I think we have choices in those moments when we're faced with worry, when we're faced with stress. We have choices about what we do in those moments that, that lead us to a certain place. But in that moment, when I was experiencing this overwhelming stress and anxiety and worry and all of these things, I actually started having panic attacks. And I remember driving down the road one day, and for no reason at all, all of a sudden, I just couldn't get a deep breath. I just was like... And then I started panicking to the point I had to pull over to the side of the road because I thought I was going to pass out because there was this heaviness that was on my, on my chest that I couldn't even breathe. And so I know what it's like when you're walking through those moments where you feel like everything is just kind of out of control and you don't know what to do. But here's what I've learned in, in walking through that season and walking through those moments of stress and worry and anxiety plaguing my life is that I have a choice when stress and worry come into my life. Because honestly, anxiety is a byproduct of what we do with the stress and worry that's present in our life. And we're going to walk through circumstances and situations that incite stress, that bring worry in those moments, but we have a choice in those moments of how we deal with it. Now, a lot of us sit with the stress and we sit with the worry and we just kind of let it sink in and it grows and it grows and it grows. Or we can choose to kind of put those things aside and to make a different choice. And in Deuteronomy, God always brings me back to this verse when I'm walking through those seasons. In Deuteronomy 30, it says this, today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice that you make, oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants may live. When we're walking through seasons of stress and worry and circumstances that we can't control, there's a choice in front of us. You can choose life or you can choose to allow those things to kind of marinate inside of us and that is bringing us to destruction and it's pulling us down because we're choosing those thoughts over going man how how do I get out of this how do I not allow this to sink in it says you have a choice it says oh that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live because here's what I've realized anxiety when you are experiencing that when you are experiencing the worry the stress the anxiety it is not just affecting you it's affecting everyone around you and we can think that this is just something that's going on in me like I'm the one feeling these things I'm the one experiencing these things inside but if you've ever been around somebody that is overly worried and overly stressed it's not just affecting them it's affecting everyone around them. And I want to teach you guys in these seasons of worry and stress, how do we make decisions that produce life for not only us, but for the next generation, for our kids and for our families so that they don't have to walk the same journey that we walked. So how do we walk in freedom from this? You know, actually, what, what is so interesting is that worry and anxiety are actually things that rob us so many times. They rob us of our joy. They rob us of our peace. They rob us of our hope. They rob us of relationships. And I was looking at statistics, and do you actually know that 87% of the things that we worry about never happen? 
And a lot of us are choosing this destructive mindset. We're choosing to focus on these things that we worry about. And 87% of the time, it never happens. So how do we overcome the weight of anxiety? You know, Luke actually says this, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? When we're worrying about those things, is that adding value? Or is it bringing death and destruction to the things around us? He says, then why are you even worried about those things? Why, why are you sitting in that place? So how do we overcome the weight of anxiety? And this is the verse that God has kind of planted in my heart that's been sitting in my heart for a month that I knew that God wanted me to communicate today. And it's a verse that I'm sure we've all heard before in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. It says, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and let me teach you because I am humble and gentle in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. We've all heard that verse, right? We've quoted that verse. We know what that verse says. Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, I will give you rest. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. We've heard that over and over and over again, but I think there is so much power and life in the scripture that helps us make choices that lead to life instead of destruction. So I just want to pause for a minute, and I want to pray over us. Because I believe that, that God wants to break some of the power of stress and worry and anxiety that has been present in our life. So Father, we come before you today. And God, I, I surrender my words. I surrender, God, the things that I have on my mind. And Lord, I ask that you would speak through me to each heart in this room today. God, I pray that you would break the chains of anxiety and fear and worry and that you would allow us to walk in life and in hope and in peace and in joy and in victory this morning. So God, would you speak to us today? It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. So I want to break down this verse a little bit because like I said, I think there's so much life that comes from this verse, if we really just sit and look at it. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, it says, then Jesus said, now this is Jesus, the savior of the world, Jesus, not some disciple, not a prophet, not some Joe Schmo on the side of the street. This is Jesus talking. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens. How many of you guys, that's you today? You walked in here, you're tired, you're worn out, you're carrying heavy burdens. Awesome, three of you. This was the wrong message to preach. Nobody's dealing with this. All of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will what? Give you rest. When we're walking through life and we are carrying these things and we're overwhelmed and we're burdened and we're depleted, what do we need in those moments? Rest. And Jesus is saying, Every single one of you that is carrying those burdens, that is overwhelmed in life, I want you to come to me. But here's what I know. We live in a culture that celebrates, I got this. I can do this. I don't need you. I'm capable. 
I can handle this. And we live in a culture that celebrates this self-reliance. But that's not what Jesus is saying. He's saying, come to me. In 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7, it says this, humble yourselves. I want you to underline that, circle that. Under the mighty hand of God, so at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all of your anxieties on him because he cares for you. See, a lot of us focus on the verb. We all know the cast your cares, cast your anxieties on him, for he cares for you. But it's really hard to cast something off that you are holding on to, that you are trying to carry. And the key to that is actually to walk into surrender. He is saying, humble yourself. Come to me. He says, humble yourself under God's mighty hand. And we could sit here and talk about what God's mighty hand represents, but I don't have time. It says, with an outstretched arm and a mighty hand, he delivered people out of slavery. God's hand represents purpose. God's hand represents peace. God's hand represents protection and provision over your life. And he's saying, humble yourself under God's hand. And I will exalt you in due time. Do you know what that means? We're walking through circumstances and situations that we're going to have to continue to walk through. And he'll bring us through that in a matter of time. But he's going, as you're humbling yourself under my hand, as you're walking through these circumstances and situations, in that moment, cast your anxieties on me. Going, God, I don't know what to do with that person's expectations of me. God, I'm worried that I'm not good enough. It's not that we, a lot of times we pray for God to change our circumstances where God's going, I just wanted you to trust me with the things that are weighing on you, that, are, that you're stewing inside about. He's going, humble yourself and realize you can't do this. You can't carry this on your own. See, a lot of us, this is what we do in life. We're carrying the weight. This is too heavy for me just to pick up and put... I mean, I could probably do it, but... This is us in life. See, you're already celebrating the fact that I'm carrying it. But this is what we do. A lot of us are feeling the pressure and the anxiety in life because we're trying so hard to carry it on my own. I've got this, I can do this. And so many of us are so insistent on doing it our own way. And when we insist on doing it our own way, you can expect the weight of the world to be on your shoulders because it is. But if we would just pause for just a moment, I want you guys to actually look at the word anxiety. What is at the middle of anxiety? I. I. See, at the center of your anxiety, if you really trace it, and I'm not talking about a medical condition, I'm not a doctor, psychiatrist, uh, counselor, or anything like that. Spiritually speaking, at the center of your anxiety is your pride. And he is saying, humble yourself. The reason you are so anxious is because you've got you at the center. And the reason you can't sustain it and the reason you can't carry it is because you weren't meant to. Yeah. Right. You were never meant to carry it. 
and listen to your language in those moments when we're trying to, I, I don't think I can do this. I don't know if I have what it takes. I don't know if I can make I, 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 I. You can't spell anxiety without I in the center of it. And the other word you can't spell without I in the middle is pride. Because pride and anxiety go hand in hand. And maybe the reason that you've been carrying the anxiety and you can't get rid of it is because you are bearing a weight that you were never meant to bear. This is saying, listen, if you'll just humble yourself, if you'll just walk into surrender, Jesus, I want to invite you to come up here. Meet Jacked Jesus. If this was the Jesus that was saying, you guys, come to me. Every one of you that has, is weary, is carrying heavy burdens, come to me. Don't you think he is way more capable of carrying the weight than I am? So why are we trying to carry it? When Jesus is going, come to me, and I'm like, I, this weight is so heavy and I'm carrying this weight and Jesus is going, will you just come to me with all of your burdens? (laughs) See how easy? (laughs) But this is the Jesus that is saying, hey, bring me all that stuff that is weighing on you. Bring me all of those things that you were never designed to carry because I'll give you rest. You don't have to carry those things anymore. But then that leads to number two, which is the fact that we have to learn to follow. You know, in Matthew eleven twenty nine, 29, the verse continues on. He says, take my yoke upon you and let me teach you because I am humble and gentle of heart and you will find rest for your souls. When Jesus mentions a yoke, he, this is, a yoke is actually a working tool. This is a picture of a yoke. Can you move over just a little, Jesus? Thank you. I don't mean to tell you what to do, but um, this is a picture of a yoke. And what a yoke was designed to do is a working tool. A yoke was designed to help, help carry the burden, to help work through the field, to help plow through the field, to dig up the soil so that life could be produced. And so what a yoke represents, they would actually yoke two animals together to actually pull the load to do the work. And so what Jesus is saying when he says, take my yoke, he's not saying, take this burden. He's saying, listen, attach yourself to me so that I can carry the weight so that, you, so that we can work through this issue, so that we can work through this challenge. Because the reality is, our circumstances might not change, but we have somebody that wants to help us walk through those things. What Jesus is saying is he's saying, let me teach you. Let me teach you how to walk through this. If you'll just stay next to me, I'll carry this for you, but I also want to teach you. I want to help you walk through this situation. I want to help you walk through these circumstances. If you will just stay close to me. But do you know what a lot of us do? I need to respond to that post on Instagram. You know what? This other glass of wine, it'll just calm me down. 
And as soon as we begin to not follow, we begin to pick up the weight again. And this yoke is actually designed to stay close. You know, back in those days, what they would actually do is they would put a mature ox with a younger ox so that the mature ox could teach the younger ox how to work through the field. The mature ox was carrying the load, but the younger ox was learning. Because here's, here's the reality, you guys. The Bible says in this world you will face trouble. Like we're going to walk through circumstances and situations that have the ability for us to go, man, I need to pick this up. But when we're working through those things, what we need to do is go, Jesus, can you carry this? I'm going to stay close. And can I be honest with you guys, in my journey of trying to overcome this worry and anxiety in my life, this was the greatest thing that I've ever done, is stay close to Jesus. To learn to follow in those moments. Because when I want to respond and I want to go this way, Jesus is going, no, 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 Shayla, I'm your protector and your defender. You don't need to respond to that. Shayla, I, I know the end result. You don't, my purposes are great for you. I have a hope and I have a future. Please don't, turn, don't respond the same way that you've responded before. Will you just stay close to me? My yoke is easy. My burden is light. But you have got to stay close. You have got to follow. You have got to learn my ways because I am humble and gentle. In my ways. He's not trying to add all of these things onto our life. He's trying to lift them off and get us to respond differently than we would normally respond. Thank you, Jack. Jesus. Give it up. Yeah. I think some people go, well, how, how do I follow? How do I stay close to Jesus in those moments? If you didn't listen to last week's message, you need to go back and listen to it. Because TJ talked about worship. And worship is one of those things that brings us right back to that place where we're close to God. Take time in the morning and read your devotional, read your Bible, pray. Do you know what happens when we're yoked up with Jesus? Man, there's conversation continuing to happen. And that's exactly what prayer is. It's this conversation with, with God. It's going, Jesus, I don't, I, don't know, I, I don't know how to do this. And this person said this, and he's going, Shayla, just stay right here. I'm covering you. I'm protecting you. I'll carry this for you. Please don't pick that up again. And there's this constant conversation that's happening when we choose to take that yoke from, Je- on, from Jesus and attach it to us. Listen, the circumstances didn't change in my life. The things that were causing the stress and the worry didn't change. But as soon as I learned to surrender and go to Jesus and allow him to carry those things, and then I stayed close to him, there was a peace that came over my life. There was a hope that was restored to my life. There was a joy that was restored to my life. And when we stay close to Jesus, when we learn to follow, we don't have to bear the weight of the things that are consuming us inside. Because isn't it interesting, at the end of this verse, it says it again, take my yoke upon you, let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle of heart. And he says it again, you will find rest for your souls. 
So he says, come to me and you'll find rest. Follow me and you'll find rest. Everything about Jesus is lifting things off of us and allowing us to experience a rest and a hope and a peace and a joy over our life. This verse continues on and in Matthew eleven thirty, it says this, for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And here's, I think, the third thing that this shows us is you have to evaluate the weight. I think there's some, some questions because Jesus is saying, listen, it's easy and it's light. My burdens are easy and they're light. So we have to ask ourselves when we're in those moments of worry and anxiety, we have to, there's some things that we need to ask ourselves. Did I pick something back up that I shouldn't be carrying? What are my, what are my thoughts? Because he, he's humble and gentle. Are my thoughts condemning? Are my thoughts weighing me down? Are the things that I'm marinating on, the things that I'm, that I'm thinking about, are those things that I've picked up that I shouldn't have picked up? Or how about this? Am I still close? Or is there now a distance between me and Jesus? Have I started carrying some things that I don't need to carry? You know, several years there was somebody in my family that was having a lot of physical issues. And I remember him going to the doctor and he was telling the doctor, man, I have insane knee problems. I've got this back problem that, that keeps me up at night. You know what? I can't even climb one flight of stairs without being shortness of breath. I just, I just can't do any of these things and I don't know what's going on. And the doctor said, you're overweight. You need to lose some weight. And so that person, they got diligent about losing the weight. They got on an exercise plan and they changed their eating habits and the weight began to fall off. And they went back to the doctor and they said, doctor, it's, it's crazy. I don't have any more knee problems. I don't have any more back problems. I can run up a flight of stairs now. And the doctor said, because the problem was not your knees or your back or your shortness of breath. The problem was the weight that you were carrying. And some of you guys in this room today, the anxiety, the fear, the worry, those are symptoms that you're overweight in what you're carrying in life. And if you're not experiencing his rest, if you're weighed down, if you're put out, if you're bitter or resentful, you need to ask yourself, Am I carrying his yoke or have I picked up mine? Is it heavy or is it light? You know, not too long ago, probably about six months ago, I was talking with a counselor slash coach and I was kind of overwhelmed by a lot of things that were happening in life. And the reality was actually a lot of those things were good things. God's doing amazing things at our church and things are growing, but I felt burdened by some of those things. 
I felt like I wasn't equipped enough or good enough that I didn't have what it took to be able to lead and to navigate this season. And I remember her saying, Shayla, I I want you to do this exercise with me. I said, okay. She said, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to picture yourself in the most relaxing place that you can think of. A place where you can just like let it all float away. Then I want you to picture Jesus walking up. And I want you to picture him sitting down with you. And I want you to picture him asking you two questions. The first question I want you to picture him asking you is, Shayla, what do you need to lay down today? And then I want you to picture him asking you, maybe telling you, what do you need to pick up today? And I'll tell you my answers in that moment when I was sitting there and I was talking to Jesus, not physically talking to Jesus, I'm not crazy, but like, (laughs) you know what I mean. So I'm sitting there and he says, what do you need to lay down? I said, Jesus, I need to lay down all my titles. I need to lay down leader. I need to lay down pastor. I need to lay down wife. I need to lay down mom. I need to lay down friend because all of these things right now, I feel this huge weight and sense of responsibility for. And I'm carrying these things and it's overwhelming me. I said, I need to lay down my titles. I said, what, what, what do I need to pick up? He said, you need to pick up the title of daughter. And that meant so much to me in that moment because what daughter signified for me was that he loved me no matter what I did or how I could perform. He just loved me for me. And so in those moments when I would go back and I would start to pick up those burdens, I would go back to that place wherein I would tell myself, no, Shayla, your daughter. And I want you guys to walk through an exercise this morning. I want you to close your eyes, everybody in this room, and I want you to picture yourself in the most relaxing place you could ever think of. And I want you to imagine Jesus walking up to you. And he asks you, what do you need to lay down today? What are you carrying? What is the burden that you have that you need to lay down today? And you guys know what that is. You know the thing, it came to your mind right away. And now what's he telling you to pick up? Is it peace? Is it joy? Is it surrender? Is it hope? You know, I believe that there's probably some of you guys in this room today that you've never had a relationship with Jesus. You didn't know that there was a God that was so humble and gentle that he would, he would say, hey, all of those things that you're carrying, I want to carry those for you.
And you know, it's so simple to enter into a relationship with Jesus. You know, it's not about rules or religion or any of those things. It's honestly about a relationship with somebody who wants to pick up the broken pieces and who wants to carry those things for you. And entering into a relationship with Jesus is so simple. It's actually just the same things we talk about. It's, it's surrendering. It's going, God, I've messed up. I've screwed up. I can't control these things in my life. I've tried to do it my way. But today, I want to surrender my life to you. And I choose to follow you. And so if you're in this room and you've never made a decision to surrender all of those things to Jesus and to say, Jesus, today I choose to follow I want to pray for you in just a moment. But I also know there's probably some of you in this room that you were once close, but you've walked away. You've walked away from Jesus, and today's the day when you need to turn around and say, I surrender again. And you need to come close. And so if you're making that decision for the very first time, or maybe a first time in a long time, I want to pray for you. So if you'll slip up your hand on the count of three, I want to say a simple yet significant prayer. One, two, three. Yes, I see you. One. Yes, two. Yes, three. Anybody else? Yes, four. Thank you. Five. Thank you. If you'll just repeat in your heart as I pray out loud, Jesus, today I surrender. I've been trying to do this on my own. I have a lot of mistakes and failures and sin and screw-ups. But today I surrender all of those things, and God, I ask that you would come into my life, that you would lift those burdens. Today I choose to follow you. I choose today to enter a relationship with you. I pray, God, that you would restore joy and hope and peace and freedom to my life. I choose you today. In Jesus' name, amen.